hemp, it, it's such a very underutilized plant and what it offers to humanity. If you look all throughout history, humanity has grown and lived side by side with cannabis and hemp for as long as history goes back. Hey there, welcome to the Biohacker Babes podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Renee, a certified nutritional consultant with a master's degree in nutrition. What's up? And I'm Lauren, functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner and Czech movement specialist. We're sisters and we're joining forces to empower you to become your own biohacker and upgrade your life. Our mission is to provide actionable steps so you can optimize your health, strengthen your intuition, and support your body's natural healing abilities. Because life is too short to not feel your best every single day. Thank you for joining us and welcome to the show. Welcome, welcome to episode 219 of the Biohacker Babes. I am Lauren, tuning in from New York City, joined by my sister across the country in Las Vegas. Hello, Renee. Hi. Hello, hello. She's here. Welcome. She's here. Welcome. We're welcome. really excited today. We are talking about CBD. We haven't done this. I can't believe it. And uh, we had to wait for the right person. So we're bringing on my good friend, Chase Hudson. He is the founder of Hemp Lucid. He is doing really incredible things in, in the space. And if you are confused about the hemp, CBD, THC, and industry at large. This is a fantastic interview for you to really have a, a very clear understanding of what is available to you um, as a health consumer. Also understand the industry. And we get into some other fun topics around just like plant medicine in general, uh, the industry, the health industry at large, what's happening, where, where are the gaps, what's happening with mental health, lots of fun stuff to dig into. So I would say uh, who is this for? Well, we're gonna we're gonna leave that <laughs> to the episode. This episode is for everyone, but we really get into who CBD is for in the interview. Yeah, and I'll just share my big takeaway from the episode is quality, quality, quality. Say that ten times mm -hmm. fast. I think mm -hmm. if you've tried a CBD product and you're like, oh, I didn't feel good or it didn't do anything, I would question what was the quality. Was there actually CBD oil in the product? Oh, good question. Some, <laughs> some crazy stats there. Yeah. Um, you know, I think just, just quality. That was my big, big, big takeaway. Yeah. So Chase and I met just quick backstory. We met in the third wave coaching certification program, which I very briefly mentioned in the interview, but we got to spend six plus months together in this prep and integration for psychedelics program. So, um, a, a great connection there on, how to integrate plant medicine in a very intentional way. And I would say that is my takeaway from the episode, why intention around using these plant substances really, really matters. So um, he's just such a thoughtful individual. So a little bit more about Chase. He is the founder of Hemp Lucid. He's dedicated to building a community of people looking for holistic solutions for a healthier lifestyle. He has a vision to help people elevate their health. His mission to provide transparent and trusted products has led to his company being recognized by organizations such as Forbes, the Wall Street Journal, Bloomberg, and more. He lives every day intuitively and adventurously and aims to help others do the same. Chase Hudson started his career in the fire service. After eight years in public service, he decided to set out as an entrepreneur in 2015. Chase experienced the healing power of CBD and other plant medicines that inspired him to start Hemp Lucid a USDA organic certified hemp-derived CBD company. 
Based in Provo, Utah, Hemp Lucid has become has grown to become an industry-leading national wellness brand that has inspired thousands to take their health into their own hands. Chase and Hemp Lucid invested in a passion project, the film Lamar Odom Reborn. During filming, Chase was introduced to ketamine treatments as a modality for treating mental health addiction and other issues. Ketamine was so instrumental to Chase in his own healing journey that he wanted to make it available to people at his company. With this leadership at Hemp Lucid, Chase created a corporate mental health program that provides quarterly ketamine treatments in a clinical setting for interested Hemp Lucid employees. Anecdotal, non-clinical surveys indicate these treatments have increased productivity and employees' perceived well-being. We will share some resources for that in the show notes, as well as a link to the documentary about Lamar Odom, which neither of us have seen, and I am super excited. I'm going to make some popcorn and sit down and watch it tonight, I think. Yes. And we have both been loving the product so much that we are hosting a giveaway. So if you want to enter the giveaway to win a huge box of amazing products from Hemp Lucid, like a really wide range of products, you want to go to Instagram, go to our page, biohacker underscore babes. You will see a post live this week. Today is November 6th. If you're listening to it, the day it comes out, but we're going to be hosting it for one week on there. Just head on over, sign up. Good luck. Sweep it up. (laughs) Yeah. Take care of the whole family and your pets. One of my favorite products is the CBD for pets and Rudy has benefited immensely. Yes. He needs it. (laughs) Yeah, he does. Yeah. (laughs) Psycho dog. We love him. All right. Here comes Chase. Welcome Chase to the Biohacker Babes. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Oh yeah. We've been wanting to get you on for a very long time and I don't really know why it took so long, but... (laughs) Maybe it was just the timing had to be right. And I don't know. Today feels like a good day. I don't know what you think. I agree. Yeah, it has been a minute, but um, everything works out the way it's supposed to. So I'm happy to be here. Yeah, thank you. We realized right before we hit record, we haven't really done a fully dedicated episode to CBD. And we were talking before uh, about how confusing the industry is. So for our listeners and and for you, we're really excited to kind of get into the nuances and and maybe give some people some structure so they can understand this better because I really still have a lot of questions myself. But I just want to share with the audience, we met in the third wave coaching, coaching cert, certification program. I'm not even sh- exactly sure what that language is, but yep. <laughs> coaching program around psychedelics, which was mostly virtual, but we did get to spend some time together in Costa Rica for our live retreat, which is amazing. And as our audience already knows, uh, you are the founder of Hemp Lucid, which has been around for seven? Yep. Going seven on years? our seventh year. Amazing. So we're excited to dive into your products and what you got going on in in that world, but we'd love to hear how you got into this to begin with. What is your story and what was your transition into this work? Yeah, definitely. So my initial work, I come from the EMS fire science world. Um, So I always wanted to be a fireman my whole life. Um, Went to school, graduated with my bachelor's, got into the industry, uh, worked as a wildland firefighter for uh, for about eight years and then transitioned into structure fire where I ran on an ambu- uh, an ambulance for about a year and a half. And that's kind of where my transition in this industry kind of started, you know, working in that field. Um, I realized that was just kind of a spoke in the wheel and I wasn't really facilitating like actual change in people's life 
And that that time period really gave me an opportunity to see the immense amount of suffering that people were going through at the hands of big pharma and just the overprescription or overprescribing of prescription pills and um, just the damage that that had done to uh, the community that I was working in. And so I was always like, okay, there's, this isn't the way, this isn't my path. There's got to be something bigger out there. And, you know, I, I had some injuries from working in the field and I was looking for natural ways to, you know, help heal my body and my mind and started to do some research and, you know, found cannabis. And because of the field I was working in, I couldn't um, use cannabis. So I found CBD, isolated CBD, which is just, uh, and we'll get into that um, as far as the different types of CBD, but I was taking a, um, a CBD isolate product and it started to heal my injuries, heal my back. And then that's when I decided like, okay, I got to, for some reason, Utah kept calling me back. So um, I packed up all my stuff from Colorado, moved to Utah, and that's where I started the company. Awesome. All part of the journey. I love that. You really found your calling. Mm-hmm. So I know before we hit record, we were talking about a couple different ways to to start, but I I feel like we need to start with like, what what is marijuana? What is cannabis? What is CBD? Just like maybe like a quick breakdown for people because it was interesting that you said as well that people hear about CBD and they're like, oh, is that like I'm smoking an illegal drug? Like some people still think that. So maybe we can do a quick breakdown of that before we go any deeper. Yeah. So you have <laughs> you have the cannabis sativa plant. Um and then you have like kind of two offshoots of the cannabis sativa plant. So a plant that is bred for high THC, which is going to be your marijuana family. And then the other offshoot would be hemp, which is bred for low THC content. Also industrial hemp fits underneath that category. And so hemp, it's it's such a, I mean, just cannabis in general. I mean, it's such a, a very underutilized plant and what it offers to humanity. So on the hemp side, you know, we could make these wonderful hemp products that contain CBD and all these other cannabinoids, but you also have industrial hemp, which you can grow for fiber, clothing, ropes, building materials, batteries, fuel, food. Um, And so it's a very versatile plant. And that's kind of the breakdown of the two. Wow. Yeah. I suppose another big question is, why do we need these things? I mean, you started out talking about how there's an immense suffering and we could talk about big pharma and conventional medicine, but also just through like ancestral intake of, of hemp and CBD, I'm sure people are thinking like, why all of a sudden do our, our bodies need this? It seemed like maybe we didn't need them before, but ancestrally, was there more intake of these plants? And then did we go through a period of time where we didn't have them? And I suppose this is a good transition into the endocannabinoid system, which is where we can get a little more sciencey. Like, why do we need this stuff? Yeah, so kind of break that down into two different sections. So, number one, hemp, extremely versatile. Um, if you look all throughout history, humanity has grown and lived side by side with cannabis and hemp for as long as history goes back. You know, 
sails on pirate ships were made of hemp. Our forefathers, you know, the founding fathers of our country, um, they all grew hemp and they actually ingested hemp. The first draft of the Constitution was written on hemp paper. Um, so there's just there's this full lineage of humanity and hemp cannabis kind of evolving side by side. And then you have the kind of the medical cannabinoid aspect where, you know, we we do all mammals have the endocannabinoid system. So there's a system inside of our body that's really closely related to the uh, just our nervous system. It's very intertwined. And this system is vast throughout the body. So it connects the way that I like to think of it, it. It connects the mind of the body. It's kind of the internet of the body, the way our brain and organs communicate. We have two types of receptors in the cannabinoid system. So CB1 receptors, which is located in the brain, the gut and the liver. Um, and then CB2 receptors are located all throughout the rest of the organs in the body. And, you know, it's really awesome. Our bodies produce exogenous cannabinoids. So we produce cannabinoids. That's kind of the most popular cannabinoid that we produce is called the, it's called the nandamide, which is like the bliss molecule. So we've experienced like a runner's high or, you know, you have this euphoric feeling after you work out, that, that's your body producing anandamide, which is a cannabinoid. And it just so happens that cannab phytocannabinoids from plants also interact with this system. And the really cool thing is, is there are, it's like this number is always changing, but there's over a hundred different cannabinoids in the cannabis plant. And each cannabinoid has a different effect on our body. So CBD, THC, CBN, CBG, THCV, THCA. I mean, there's a whole list. And so many letters. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a ton. And they all have different effects and impacts on the body. And, you know, we can also get into that as well. Yeah, that's fascinating. So I, I guess I'm just curious on a higher level, are we deficient in these cannabinoids or maybe we have through modernization created uh, an insufficiency just because of our, our diet and food supply changing? Or is it an onslaught to our nervous system? So now we have a higher need for it? Well, or maybe we don't need it at all. It's just it's making things better for us. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it is interesting that, you know, there's, there's all this literature and history of cannabis and human beings dating back to, you know, almost the beginning of, of man. Um, so it's as far as like an evolutionary standpoint, it's I don't know. I don't think it, that has really been understood and researched um, that in depth, but definitely getting away from cannabinoids um, as the kind of the industrial age took over. Um, you know, they really, you know, the, the powers that be or whatever you want to call them, you know, they really took away cannabis from us and now it's starting to get back into, you know, our culture and the supply of supplements and food. And we're starting to see these incredible health benefits from taking these cannabinoids. Mm, I love that. Mm. What was the biggest driver for the powers that be that that took this away? Was it a money thing? Was it a health reason? 
Money? Yeah, both. <laughs> both. So, okay. um, the, you know, it, it's really cool because they're just on the hemp side, uh, you know, hemp and the fiber can literally replace almost everything we see in our reality when it comes to fabric, building materials, fuel. So it's this entire a trillion dollar industry based off of hemp. And when they outlawed it, that's when you saw the rise of petroleum-based plastics, batteries, even uh, even pharmaceuticals. You know, pharmaceuticals are petroleum-based. And, um, you know, I think it was on purpose because being in this industry seven years and seeing the I mean, at this point, I would say thousands of people that we've worked with that have gotten off of um, a handful of pharmaceuticals um, just by incorporating CBD and, you know, obviously switching up diet, lifestyle. Um, but to that's been the most rewarding part of what we've done is getting to talk to all the people. I mean, every week we get... Uh, emails, phone calls. Hey, thank you so much. I'm off XYZ Pharmaceutical. Um, so I think it was pulled out of our just diet on purpose to push this other agenda that we now see that is really, I guess, starting to fail us. Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. <laughs> the, the solutions aren't, you know, what the solutions aren't there. And, you know, Big Pharma is not healing people. It's just making people just putting people on this really unfortunate cyclic pattern of no cures, just treating a small symptom. Yeah. Creating more suffering, as you mentioned earlier, it's just like a hamster wheel that mm -hmm. perpetuates. So fascinating. So definitely want to circle back to the mental health component because I just think that's so huge. And you mentioned it's so intertwined yeah. with the nervous system, the endocannabinoid system. So it makes sense to me that there is a huge need for this. Mm -hmm. Um, but for the consumer, it's really confusing to walk into a store and be like, I've heard about CBD. I think it can help me with my pain or my anxiety. It's, it's very overwhelming to know what to buy. And at Hemp Lucid, you have such a wide array of products. So I love to just kind of hone in and, and explain the difference between an isolate versus a broad spectrum versus a full spectrum. THC free versus trace amounts. And I know there's like a boundary which would then categorize it as THC free, but maybe there's not zero. I'll let you run with that. Right. Yeah. It's it is a little bit confusing and the industry has evolved a lot over the last seven years. So there's kind of three, you could say like foundational components to all the CBU products that are out there. So you have full spectrum broad spectrum, and then THC free. And so full spectrum, you're getting the full extract of the plant. So you're getting all of the flavonoids, all of the terpenes, all of the cannabinoids, um, not just CBD, but, you know, typically um, there's anywhere from five to 12 minor cannabinoids in a full spectrum uh, hemp extract product. And then you have broad spectrum, which um, is a extract that has been refined to remove the THC. And so, you know, when the industry first started, it was just CBD full spectrum, and then it was isolate. And then as this industry evolved, people are like, hey, 
you know, we do want to have additional cannabinoids in there, but can you take the THC out because I work for the government or, you know, I, I have a job that drug tests. So the industry evolved and started making broad spectrum products, which is some terpenes, some other secondary cannabinoids with THC removed. And then kind of the third category would be just CBD isolate, which is almost kind of sounds bad, but it's kind of like a pharmaceutical in a way, like it's isolated down to just the specific CBD molecule, uh, no terpenes, no flavonoids, no other cannabinoids, just CBD by itself. So those are kind of the three foundational, as you could say, like product types within the industry. Um, and then from there, that's where you get your tinctures, your topicals, your gel caps, your edibles are, are made from kind of those three foundational components of full spec, broad spec, or isolate. So so many options. Yeah. So a lot of your products, um, I've noticed there's like one to two milligrams of THC. Is that considered broad spectrum or full spectrum? So that would be full spectrum. Okay. So that amount is full. Okay. So yep. broad is maybe where you see on the bottle less than 0.3% THC? Broad spectrum would be THC free. So you kind of have two totally THC free okay. products. You have the okay. isolate, which is just the molecule, and then broad spectrum, which is CBD plus some other secondary cannabinoids. Okay. And do we need THC? I don't I don't feel good with like a lot of THC. I don't is there a benefit to it? Or is it just the high component? What's going on there? Yeah. So THC is, you know, really good for, for pain. Um, okay. You know, it also helps with appetite. But in like full spectrum hemp products, there's something called the entourage effect where the all the cannabinoids, all the flavonoids, all the terpenes, you know, synergistically work together to produce this, just a more of a because you could say like a healing effect. And something that's been interesting in, in this industry is we get a lot of people from the medical marijuana industry that end up transitioning to CBD products because they're like, hey, you know, this I'm using these high THC flour or, you know, tincture extracts, and it's actually giving me anxiety. And so that is one component mm -hmm. that people typically get or typically some people get from THC is it'll actually increase anxiety. So we've actually had a lot of people over the years start switching to CBD to actually get off of like high THC products because they like the feeling better. I mean, the feeling is more grounded, euphoric, you know, it's not heady. Um, and so that's mm -hmm. been kind of interesting to, to see how that's evolved over the years. Mm. Yeah. Um, Quick story about uh, Aubrey Marcus. I heard him speak at Meet Delic a couple, two years ago, I think. That was actually when I first met Hemp Lucid at a booth there. I bought my first bottle. But something that Aubrey said really stuck with me. He said, people that get anxiety with CBD, whatever, it's not the CBD causing or the THC causing the anxiety. That person has anxiety deep within and it's just expressing. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? You agree? Yeah, I would agree to a certain extent, um, but there is also some research and data out there that shows people t high THC can trigger uh, anxiety or other kind of mental, um, not mental illness, but like some other like mental effects like bipolar, 
Uh, Andrew Huberman has a really good podcast on cannabis, and he talks about um, how everybody shouldn't. There's a, there's a section of people out there that shouldn't use high THC products at all. Okay. Yeah, I remember hearing that. So, um, and and again, it makes sense if it's so intertwined with the nervous system. It sounds like that could be such a delicate balance. Where I don't know if the word is overstimulation, but you know, we could be tipping the scales in the wrong direction for any individual. Mm-hmm. So. I guess, again, just to come back to these three categories, I'm thinking like the full spectrum sounds like we're eating the full egg, the the yolk and the white. And the isolate is like just eating egg white, I suppose. And the broad yeah. spectrum is somewhere in between. So are the big differences just sensitivity to THC? Also, maybe if you are drug tested for your job. And then I guess at the end, you can decide like what feeling do you really prefer where you like to live? Yep. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the industry kind of catered to broad spectrum or created broad spectrum because a huge portion of um, our culture still drug tests, um, you know, police, fire, military, sports athletes, you know, at Mm -hmm. the time. I mean, a lot of these laws have kind of eased over the years. But, you know, three to five years ago, there was pretty much a hard stance on no THC. So it's freed up a little bit. And, you know, obviously, the the best product is the full spectrum. Like if you can get a full spectrum product or you had to choose between the three, that's, that's definitely the one you want. Because of the synergistic effects. I mean, we're getting nature at its best, I suppose. Correct. Yep. Yeah. Hey there, all you sleep seekers, night owls, and restless sleepers. Are you tired of tossing and turning at night? struggling to catch those elusive Zs? Well, we've got some exciting news for you. Introducing Tro-Z by Transcriptions, your ticket to the most rejuvenating sleep imaginable. Tro-Z is not your ordinary sleep aid. It's a precision-dosed, pharmaceutical-grade, and physician-formulated buccal trochee that's here to transform your nights. It's carefully calibrated to help you fall asleep, stay asleep, and wake up feeling revitalized and ready to conquer your day. I have personally tested the sleep trochee and oh my goodness, I experienced the deepest night of sleep. So what's the secret behind Trozia's sleep inducing magic? Well, let's dive into some of the incredible ingredients that make it all possible. And I apologize if I don't pronounce all of them correctly because these are some really, truly novel ingredients. All right. So first up, we have honokiol, which aids sleep through GABA receptors, ensuring you can relax and turn your busy brain off. Musimol, derived from the fly agaric mushroom, is next on the list. But don't worry, in the tiny doses they're using, there are no psychedelic effects, just pure sleep magic. CBN and CBD, you've probably heard of. These sleep titans make an appearance as well. And these powerhouses play a crucial role in the GABA and endocannabinoid systems, decreasing stress and optimizing sleep architecture. 5-HTP is here to ensure you keep sleeping soundly. It supports serotonin and maintains sleep, guaranteeing you're well-rested for the day ahead. No more groggy mornings. <laughs> Adenosine, a champion of sleep induction, this steps in to help as well. If you've ever struggled to close those eyelids, especially after a cup of coffee, this ingredient is here to your rescue. And don't forget about cordycipin, derived from a mushroom. This versatile compound improves deep, restorative sleep and enhances your immune system. Last but not least, we have the sleep superstar melatonin. It helps you fall into a deep slumber and stay there. So no more clock watching at 3 a.m. 
Each ingredient of Trozy was meticulously selected, not just for its individual merit, but also for how they synergize, really ensuring you're getting the most rejuvenating sleep imaginable. So if you are ready to bid farewell to sleepless nights and embrace the rejuvenating power of Tro-Z, head over to troscriptions.com and use discount code biohackerbabes to save 10%. Your dreamy nights and energetic mornings are just a trokey away. Yeah. yeah. And then beyond that, window sourcing is so important. Like this industry has exploded and you know better than anyone else. And there's potentially a lot of crap out there. A ton. <laughs> Maybe some things doing <laughs> more harm than good. Yes. So can you explain how hemp lucid <clears throat> sources? What's the extraction? What do we need to know about the actual production? Yeah. So, you know, just like any new industry, there's going to be people that come into the industry and just are trying to make a quick buck and um, you know, I feel like that phase of the industry has ended because it all comes down to effectiveness of product. You have a product that is effective. And there was a not a study, but a journalist ordered it was like 50 CBD products online, like three, four years ago, tested all those products, and 80% of them didn't even have CBD in it or was below the advertised CBD milligram. So there is a lot of geisters out there that are definitely trying to take advantage of the movement. I mean, like the whole, the whole supplement industry, right? You hear that about all kinds of products off the shelf. They test it and it's, there's nothing in there. There's nothing there. Oh my gosh. Definitely. So COAs, COAs are the biggest thing. You know, that's something that we've done from day one is test result. We have a QR code on all of our products, scan the QR code. It takes you to a page where you enter the lock code and it takes you right to that third party test result, which will show all the cannabinoids, terpenes, heavy metals, um, pesticides. Pesticides is a big issue within this industry um, because hemp is a bio remediator so it sucks up all the pollution um from our soil and so you know we we've always worked with so we've worked with one farm the entire time of our kind of the duration of our business and um every year we go out there and we walk the farm meet with the growers it's kind of a yearly trip that we do um where's the farm uh colorado so yeah, a lot like of good cannabis like comes out of Colorado. Of, yeah. 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 <laughs> but <Good scene. laughs> um yeah, we've always we've always been really particular in that just because of the way what hemp does and what it sucks up out of the soil. So we've always worked with this farm and they've always done organically grown CBD and or hemp CBD. And I think it was 2019, 2020, where we decided to go organic certified, which there's a big difference in the industry where, you know, some companies are saying it's grown organically and that's great. But to be certified organic, there's just there's more kind of regulations that you have to go through. Um, And the biggest one there is. If you're going to grow hemp on a USDA certified organic field, you had to have grown organic crops in that field for at least five years. So we know that, you know, the field that it's grown on is certified. It's good soil, you know, no pesticides or other heavy metals that can contaminate our products. Mm. 
Thank you for doing that. I know that Mm -hmm. takes a lot. I mean, just the minimum of five years, a lot of companies probably are like, ah, that's too much. So thank you for doing that. And I, it sounds like, I mean, quality obviously really matters, but I almost compare it to like coffee or like a fish oil where it's like, you're probably better off just not taking it if you're not going to get the clean organic stuff. So thank you again for doing that. I had, I'm looking at my notes here. I had written pesticides, question mark, heavy metals, question mark. You just answered both both of those. (laughs) So thank you for that. Hey, biohackers. Are you ready to supercharge your wellness routine? Well, let me please introduce you to Coast, the next level wellness drink built for your modern busy life. You've probably seen Renee and I post our coast on social media anytime we are traveling or after a night of socializing. It's just one of those essentials that's always in our go bag. But what is it? Coast is designed to improve our recovery, enhance athletic performance, and optimize our cellular health. Life stressors like work, exercise, late nights, jet lag, both travel and social, and even an occasional cocktail can leave our bodies seriously overworked. This is where Coast comes in to save the day. It's available in two convenient forms, a quick and easy drinkable shot or a powdered packet you can mix easily into your water. Really, it's so perfect when you're on the go. Now, this isn't your basic lemon and ginger shot that you can get at your organic market. Coast is the first advanced wellness shot that we know of created by a cancer researcher using science-backed literature to keep us healthy and feeling amazing. It's the only all-in-one drink that combines cutting-edge ingredients like an NAD precursor, glutathione boosters, along with other essentials like antioxidants and vitamins. It is the ultimate solution to flush out toxins, replenish lost nutrients, and repair our cells. Speaking of NAD, it is a crucial component for keeping our cells healthy and functioning optimally. But as we age or when our body is metabolizing alcohol and stress, NAD levels get depleted rapidly. So Coast steps in to save the day and boosts our production of NAD so we can maintain peak performance and homeostasis by supporting two different detoxification pathways. Really, it's just making it so efficient to get us back on track. The best part? Coast has zero sugar and never includes artificial flavors, colors, or sweeteners. Okay, are you ready to experience the difference with Coast? If so, use code BIOHACKERBABES for an exclusive 15% discount at coastdrink.com. That is code BIOHACKERBABES. Do not miss out on this chance to transform your wellness routine, especially as we head into the holidays with more travel, stress, alcohol, all the things. Coast is here to save the day. All right, biohackers, let's get back to the show. Yeah. And actually, like, so my husband, he likes like a edible, edible sometimes. So ever maybe once or twice a year, we'll go to one of the dispensaries in Vegas, which is like on every corner now. And yeah. I go in just to like look through the little window at what they have. And I've noticed they have like jars of CBD gummies. Mm-hmm. And so I'm assuming, yeah, pesticides, heavy metals, probably a big problem. What else are a lot of these companies putting in there, like sugar, artificial flavoring? Like what else What else is toxic and kind of an off-the-store-shelf product? Yeah, so the, those are the big ones. So heavy metals, pesticides, um, those are the big ones. And then um, also residual solvents. So in the extraction process, some people use... There's a lot of different ways to extract. So you're also getting some residual solvents of <clears throat> ethanol, hexane, 
Um, so there's just some other things to to be mindful of. Um, and then you nailed it. You know, a lot of companies are putting in natural flavoring. I mean, even seed oils, Ooh. flavoring, coloring. So we we don't do any of that. I mean, we we have one product where we do have natural flavors, which I'm in the process of getting rid of that formulation. And then, you know, it's really like the dyes and the artificial flavoring is really big on the edible side, but actually even in tinctures too, like flavored tinctures, um, you'll see a lot of that um, natural flavoring and coloring, uh, but it's huge in edibles. I mean, there, there's a ton of edibles out there that even have um, food dye, um, food coloring in those as well. So we, for us, for um, for our edibles, we actually use fruit juice concentrate to flavor and color uh, our edibles. So I uh, found a manufacturer that used to actually be a, um, a dessert manufacturer. And it's they brought like 20 years of um, their industry knowledge to this industry. And yeah, it's, it's amazing what they've done. So they partnered with various farms all over the country. And that's how they do their flavoring and coloring is with juice concentrate. Mm, yeah. And uh, I will say no, no more trips to the dispensary since we got a bunch of hemp lucid about nine months ago. So <laughs> my husband, like he's plowing through the box faster than I am. So thank you. He'll just take like maybe two or three if he wants more THC, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the gummies are delicious. So you have a whole line now with uh, functional mushrooms infused as well. Can you talk about that? Like so many different applications, focus, stress, sleep. Can you talk about the synergistic nature potentially of the functional mushrooms with the CBD hemp? Yeah. So we've, you know, here we're, we're big fans of um, functional mushrooms, mushrooms in general. We all <laughs> use mushroom supplements and just, you know, we would always pair them up with, you know, our CBD and mushrooms. And then I brought in um, two master herbalists. That's a great thing about living in Utah. Like 50% of the supplements in the United States come from Utah. The Christopher's Herb School of Medicine is here. So there's a lot of natural holistic um, herbalists. And um, I've worked with two over the last five years in first of all, they've helped educate our consumer base, but then also product formulation. And, you know, we're like, hey, you know, let's put together some formulations that include cannabinoids and functional mushrooms and um, some other secondary herbs and nootropics to create solution-oriented products. And I think that's the next kind of big wave we're going to see in the health and wellness. The supplement space is the mushroom boom. Um, I, it feels like it's already here. It's already. I happening. think we're in the boom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It kind of feels like how CBD was about seven years ago with functional mushrooms. It's yeah. it's really cool. You know, there's a lot of data and research and science on these functional mushrooms. You know, unlike our industry, there's not a lot of research because it's still, you know, a class of or a schedule drug. So there's not a lot of research mm -hmm. being done. But I think the kind of future of the CBD industry is going to be transitioning 
CBD into an actual supporting ingredient with other supplements and with functional mushrooms and cannabinoids together. It's such an effective combination that is, it's been more kind of potent. The products we've created with those two have been kind of more potent than what I was actually anticipating or expecting. So it's really fun to see, you know, this new product line really start to take off. I love it. I I feel the potency. I love your hemp CBD, but the gummies with the functional mushrooms are just another level. And I love stacking for that synergistic effect. So these are amazing. And I haven't really seen anyone else do that just yet. So that's so interesting to hear that you think that the evolution is going in that direction of combining because you're right. CBD went through it. I mean, just marijuana went through it in general, where people were just like smoking, whatever they didn't know what strain, what flower. And now with mushrooms are finally starting to talk about strains. Like there's just more education in general. So Yep. It's really cool to see them maybe start aligning in the, in the same industry. That's mm-hmm. exciting. Yeah, yeah they're, they're, it's a potent combination. And I think you're going to see a lot of companies get on board with combining the two. It's just we're in a world where you got to have effective products. And when you combine those two, you definitely get an effective product. I mean, obviously, sourcing yeah. matters and clean products and, you know, it all matters. But if you can pair those two up, you're, you're doing something right. I've bought so many CBD from so many CBD companies. And rarely do I buy it a second time because of what you said. I'm like, Oh, didn't feel much. And it's expensive because the yeah. consumer, you really like want to feel something. Right. Um, did we cover extraction? Yeah. I don't think we did. Uh, just touched on it briefly. Yeah, yeah. So there's a, I mean, kind of the main extractions is super critical CO2 extraction and then a ethanol based extraction. So those are the two over the years. It's the technology in extraction has gotten very, very good. There's new forms of extraction, like hot water bathing, steaming. Um, it's, it's definitely evolved. Um, but still kind of the the most popular and pretty much what most people are doing is super critical CO2. Okay. Nice. Sounds superhuman. What's up, biohackers? We've got some thrilling news to share with you. The Buy Optimizers Black Friday mega sale is in full swing. And guess what? It's not just a one-day thing. It is happening through the entire month of November. This deal is available only for our listeners. Yep, you heard right. It is our little secret. Now, you already know that we have unwavering trust in buy optimizers. These guys are the real deal when it comes to improving digestion and ultimate magnesium absorption amongst many other amazing products. Plus, they back up their product line with an impressive 365-day money-back guarantee. No questions asked. Before we move into the cold jury months, you'll definitely want to stock up on buy optimizers goodness that will support your system through all the holiday madness. Trust me when I say this, you will not find a better Black Friday deal anywhere else, not even on the mighty Amazon. And side note, please don't buy your supplements on Amazon. The biggest discount you can get and amazing gifts with purchase are available only on our page at buyoptimizers.com backslash biohackerbabes with code biohackerbabes10. We all have those never-ending Black Friday wish lists, but this year it may be more important than ever to put your health at the top of that list. Instead of those impulse purchases, let's focus on what really matters for you and your entire family. This Black Friday is all about priorities. And if you are ready 
to gift yourself and your loved ones the gift that keeps on giving, head over to buyoptimizers.com backslash biohackerbabes and enter code biohackerbabes10 at checkout. That's buyoptimizers.com backslash biohackerbabes with code biohackerbabes10. 10. You will find digestive enzymes, glucose support, sleep support, magnesium, immune support, and more. Do not miss out on this mega deal. But let's keep the secret between us, okay? All right, biohackers, let's get back to the show. Is this really for everyone? I mean, like, what, uh, how else can we break this down for people? Like, I, I personally have definitely seen a, a major boost in my deep sleep mm-hmm. when I use CBD. What else? And you mentioned pain mental health, anxiety, depression, what else should be? Yeah. So the, I kind of call it like the big four, the kind of the major four things that people kind of gravitate towards CBD for, um, sleep, anxiety, depression, and then pain. And then I could also throw in another one there, like mental health slash addiction. I mean, your kind of question was, is it for is it for everybody or is it not for everybody? And it, at this point in our reality, I think every human being is struggling with one of those four or five things. Um, yeah. Some interesting things that have happened over the year, um, detoxing, which has been kind of interesting to see with a couple people, people who have had really bad, um, like heavy metal exposure or farmers with pesticides or people in the welding industry. I, this is really strange, but I've had a couple people where sores have opened up on their body and all of these like toxins are being pushed out just by taking, you know, a CBD tincture twice a day. Oh. But those are like very heavy, toxic people. So that's just over the years, that was something interesting where I'm like, I don't know, man, this is this one's kind of new for me. Um <laughs> We'll just kind of ride this one out. And yeah, it's in my opinion, it is such an important molecule. And, you know, it's hyped up in our culture and in our industry, but like it, it is it is so important. And, you know, I think kind of the foundational thing that it really hits on is inflammation. And, you know, inflammation is kind of the root of all evil. It's like sickness, disease. Um, it's kind of really where it all stems from. So you know, if we're taking a product consistently that is helping eliminate inflammation, then, you know, I, th- I think that's a good path for, for people to be on. Yeah. Who was it everyone. for? Anyone with inflammation? Well, everyone. Yeah. Everyone on planet Earth. <laughs> that checks yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I kind of want to take a turn like into the, the dark side of cannabis. Like people are becoming more educated and the product, the products in the industry are evolving so much, but they're still again, so much crap out there. And I think a lot of people are using THC specifically, not for these health benefits, but more as like an escapism. Correct. Can you explain Mm. that to me? It's like a great divide here. It's like, are you doing it to support your inflammation, mental health, anxiety, nervous system, or are you doing it because it's popular and cool and it gets you high and it distracts you from potential challenges and opportunities in your life? Definitely. So Something that's been kind of increasing over the years from us is people coming to us with cannabis addiction, THC addiction, because I think it has been like it's cannabis is a master plant and it's very powerful. And I think our culture hasn't done a very good job of like bringing a respectable use for it. Instead, it's just 
smoking is good for everything and it'll help with your pain and you know xyz but with the i guess you could say lack of respect or ceremonial use around it it to me it feels like our culture has abused it and also me speaking personally i have definitely abused it i have used it as a tool to escape and not look at you know it kind of ignore my problems or push my problems to the side and i think that's becoming more and more kind of relevant in our society where things have gotten really tough in our culture and our country and there's a lot of chaos of the world and war and famine and you know it's just it's hard to be a human right now and so you know cannabis is such an easy tool to use to escape and you know with that leads to abuse and addiction so yeah you are right that there's definitely um, a misuse of it in a large portion of our culture. Yeah. But now hearing you say that, I'm like, oh, well, maybe deser- people deserve that escapism because it is, as you said, hard to be a human. Like maybe we do deserve like a little bit of buffer just to keep our nervous systems quiet and a little more in balance. But I guess if the end of the spectrum is addiction, like at what point do we reassess and check in and make sure that we can be in better relationship with it? I guess, you know, any anytime something becomes available, it is at risk of being abused. So I suppose it's up to the individual to decide on that relationship, but interesting that you're seeing a lot of addiction there. Yeah. I think it's just bringing mindful, purposeful, intentional use to it instead of, Hey, I just wake up and I just get high and this is what I do or I smoke before work or after I eat or just kind of comes into like a, a routine, which is, it's a slippery slope. Like, yes, you know, the world's crazy. It's nice to escape every once in a while, but a perpetual cyclical use every day um, with no intention can definitely slide into that addiction area. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of people are doing the exact same thing with alcohol and that's Mm -hmm. been legal everywhere for a very long time. So I think it always Mm -hmm. comes back to the personal story. What are you really using it for? Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Totally agree. And, and I guess the quality, because alcohol is highly toxic, especially neurotoxic, but you, know, yeah. you can get THC peach gummies. I'm like, what, <laughs> what is that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then the whole world of smoking, like, I don't think there's any benefit of smoking something, correct? I mean, we're seeing crazy cases of, I mean, lung cancer, other lung things, esophageal cancer, even if you do want it for the health benefit, am I correct? Like you don't need to smoke it. There's all these other tinctures, gummies, things like that. I'm, I'm talking about like your products, not like THC gummies from the dispensary. Right. Yeah. So there, you know, multiple ways of ingesting tinctures, topical inhalation. Inhalation is the the fastest effect. And as far as I know, I don't know if there has been any cases reported of like heavy cannabis smokers having like cancer or any adverse effects to their lungs or kind of throat. Maybe specifically vaping. Vape, yeah. Maybe more vaping. And and this is top of mind for me because I'm I'm watching the docu-series on Netflix, Juul, J-U-U-L, I think was the company that started yep. vaping. Have oh, you seen yeah. this docu-series? I haven't. I'm familiar with the company though. Oh my gosh. It's crazy to hear the backstory of like, they really had this amazing mission. They were like, we're trying to get people to stop smoking cigarettes, but then it turned into this 
cash cow and teenagers got on board with the vaping and now they're having all these weird lung conditions but yeah everywhere like people vaping in grocery stores and coffee shops like shopping for clothing i'm like why do we need this all day long yeah it's it's turned into this weird thing within our culture where it's almost you know I, i see some people on social media you know it's kind of make fun of these people it's like a pacifier and, yeah, like holding a cigarette. It's just yeah, and, and you know, a lot of these healthy. vape products. There's definitely been a big crackdown. Um, I think by the government over the last year or two, but you know, a lot of the stuff was coming from China. They were finding a lot of weird chemicals um, in the actual vape juice, and that's mm-hmm. led to all these issues and health problems that you know we're seeing in the youth and just people in okay. general. I mean, you're you're vaping carcinogenic chemicals right it's like who knows what's in the vape juice but then it's also the cotton the heavy metals that are heating up like it's just vaping Uh, is horrible there's a headline yeah 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 i mean i'm only on episode two but i'm already pretty much scared scared away from ever vaping so (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah so Back to intentional use, and I think this fits into the larger picture of just plants and maybe mushrooms specifically, which is how our lives and paths intertwined. But uh, there is such an opportunity to use these things intentionally. And if we do, we can really like drop into a fuller experience of life. And I know you've had many experiences, micro, macro, and really working through your own psyche and you've brought that to hemp lucid as well I, I believe your whole team is sort of on board with this mission of being integrated and having this ecosystem that is involved in growth can you talk about how you've brought that into hemp lucid yeah so just through my own healing and then being an entrepreneur and creating a business you know working for corporate america and just seeing how everybody has a corporate america story and how they did okay. don't really care about your mental health honestly mm. And so, you know, part of being a business owner and not having investors or shareholders or people over my shoulder saying what I can and can't do, you know, I wanted to provide uh, or create an environment and a culture that was centered around mental health. And I got something that was really cool is I got involved with um, a documentary called Odom Reborn. Um, It was with Lamar Odom, and we did a series of ketamine-assisted psychotherapy, as well as high-dose CBD and an ibogaine treatment in Mexico. And it was a very crazy year of my life following Lamar around and filming all over the country and in Mexico. But um, at the end of the day, it was great. You know, he he kicked his habits, had just profound, profound experiences. Um, he never... Um, up until his first ketamine treatment, never had a psychedelic experience, you know, always scared of psychedelics. And just over the years, the the propaganda fear machine um, really infected a, a lot of people's minds. And so um, his first experience was incredible. I mean, he I mean, we have it in the documentary, but he's like, you know, I, I talked to God and it was very profound for him. So that was my first introduction into ketamine and watching his evolution and his healing. Then I started getting ketamine treatments and it was very profound and my healing and journey continued. And um, at the time I was like, wait, ketamine's legal? This is 
crazy. There's clinics all over the country. So I was just started Googling ketamine clinics and found some clinics here in Utah. And at that time, I had two employees who were going through just horrific personal issues, divorces, and, you know, were very suicidal. And one night I scooped one of them up real late, took him to the clinic. He got a treatment and he came out of the treatment. He's like, I can't even believe I wanted to end my life. Like life is beautiful and love and light. And um, it was very profound for him. And then as time started going on, it's like, Hey man, there's like, there's really something here. Like we could really pioneer, you know, a program or a protocol here to help businesses integrate psychedelic assisted therapy into their culture and their employees. So just kind of that, because we're going into a psychedelic future, like there's the cats out of the bag. These medicines are healing. People are healing from severe trauma that big pharma has not been able to, you know, truly help people heal. So with the understanding of it's going to be a psychedelic future, let's start trying to integrate psychedelic medicine into business and mental health. And that led to me meeting Dr. Reed at the time was, it's funny, they've gone through three evolutions. So at the time they were Cedar Psychiatry, then they got purchased by Novamind, and then Novamind got purchased by Numinous. And currently, yeah, we created the Dr. Reed and I and our companies created this corporate mental health program and protocol that we've just kind of refined over the years. And um, it's now a program they offer to businesses all over the country. And we still continue to offer our employees quarterly ketamine treatments, sometimes more if needed. But yeah, it's it's something we're really proud of. It's been really revolutionary. It's got a lot of attention done interviews with people from Bloomberg, the Wall Street Journal, Forbes. Um, you know, if you just Google hemp lucid and ketamine, just a whole bunch of different articles pop up. So it's been something we've been really proud of. And um, it's, it's really been revolutionary and we're excited about it. That's amazing. Yeah. Congratulations. So cool. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I really hope other companies catch on and start doing that. I think it could change the world. Yeah. yeah, they are. And, you know, now that it's not just strictly out of pocket, because at the time, no insurance companies were covering it. And it was expensive, it was like $400 a treatment. But, you know, the I was just the company was paying for it. And it's been great now because insurance companies are now covering these treatments. And I've talked to a couple businesses and business owners who were, you know, implementing this into uh, their business as well. So, it's it's doing what we intended it to do. Yeah. Yeah, I actually did ketamine through Mindbloom, mm-hmm. which you know, insurance didn't cover that. I'm fortunate enough that I could pay cash for it and experience it. But I'm actually curious, is all of this ketamine-assisted therapy being done in office? Is this like IV? Yep, so it's sessions? being done in uh, Numinous' clinic. So it's all done. Someone there. Yep, yep. So they have a really cool program. I mean, they're... I, I'm pretty sure they're the biggest ketamine psychotherapy company in the world. Um, Dr. Reed wow. is their chief medical officer and the research that they're doing is unbelievable. I mean, they've done a lot of research with ketamine, you know, trauma, eating disorders, 
Um, but they're also doing research on psilocybin and LSD. But yeah, everything is done in clinic with a psychiatrist and then one other clinician. And they sit with you throughout the duration of your treatment. And you go in with your intention. And as you're in the medicine, you know, they're talking to you and like really working through some of your like deep rooted trauma. Mm, it's powerful. Gosh, mm-hmm. I mean, the eating disorder topic alone, like there's so there's so much potential there. And I think back to when I was in high school and I had an eating disorder, the doctor was to my parents was like, here, put her on this antidepressant. Hmm. Like, that's not gonna, oh, it's not gonna really get <laughs> to the root of what's happening here. My no. parents, my parents threw it in the trash can, never did it, but, but there wasn't, mm. no one was talking about this back 20 plus years ago. So yep. mm. yeah. yeah, I think really they exciting. actually just published their, um, couple months ago published their research on ketamine and eating disorders. So it's out there. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's on Numinous's website. So if you're interested in digging into that, I know yeah, they've been really heavy on the research side with eating disorders and ketamine. Mm, awesome. It's powerful. I mean, such a big opportunity, especially for children that are really suffering. I mean, mental health is no longer an adult condition. It is happening younger and younger. But then we have this explosion of psychedelics, maybe not the best option for children, but to integrate it into our culture and have parents be educated around it, or maybe even just it like adjacently for the parents to do it and, and bring that into like the field maybe potentially is really helpful. So Mm -hmm. So many cool things happening just by being in this space, but it's integration. I would love for you to talk about integration because mm-hmm. that was, I mean, that that's the big word in the space, right? And that was a huge part of our education at Third Wave, learning how to integrate because we could take these medicines, we could take CBD, we could take THC, mushrooms, we could take a supplement and then just move on with our lives. Right. We have to show up and engage with these substances. So I'm just gonna not ask you a question. I'd love for you to share your thoughts on integration. Yeah. Integration. I think integration is the next evolution and frontier of this industry and this movement. Cause like you were saying, people are piling in, having these experiences, but nobody's really integrating. And I'm starting to see a lot of handful of programs, you know, starting to pop up when it comes to integration, which is exciting and great because you know, I've also been part of that, like not integrating and that's got me in some issues in the past, but yeah, integration, extremely important. And that's something that we learned the hard way through this kind of trial and error with Dr. Reed and ketamine for our employees is I didn't have a proper integration support system set up. Um, so a lot of, a lot of the employees, you know, they have their therapists or coaches that they were working with. Um, but then there was still just, there were still gaps that, you know, were just needed to be shored up. Um, and so Dr. Reed and one of his other partners up there, Hannah, we ended up setting up a integration call. So twice a month for people who have had a treatment they have an integration call with those two. Most of the time, it's like a, a group call. Um, but for people that don't want to kind of share really personal experiences with 
the group. And and that's another thing that's been tricky to navigate is like we're all working together, but we're having these profound experiences and personal issues and trauma is coming up. And so, you know, I've, I've told people that if it's, you know, too personal, you don't want to share in a group, definitely don't. And Dr. Reed and Hannah then meet with people outside of the group setting. And that's just, that's an ongoing integration every single month. Awesome. Yeah. We have an integration call at Mycology and um, I would say like not as many people show up as I always expect. I think it's that like we are having very individual experiences and that's hard to speak about in a, a group setting, but I hope that will change. I think it will change. I think it will. It's just part of the evolution of building community and being vulnerable. I mean, it's mm. it's so hard to be vulnerable with people. Yeah. It's it's very challenging. So I think as this industry continues to evolve, more people will be vulnerable and share their experiences because it's yeah. you learn so much in integration. I mean, all my ayahuasca experiences, like some of the best clarity and healing moments I've had have been in integration and not necessarily in ceremony. And it just, it comes from other people's stories, perspectives, things start to click. So it's, it's a very important component to this industry. Mm. Just an observation because we were in Costa Rica and did a ceremony and you happened to be in my vision line at 12 o'clock. So I happened to really see your experience and you would sit up from time to time and write like a lot. Uh huh. You, you, I, I feel like in observation, you're a writer. Is that a big part of your integration, being able to go back and kind of dissect the downloads that came up? And I guess what happens if you don't write down? Yeah. So that's something I just, I've kind of cultivated and learned over the years. You know, after my experiences, <laughs> had so many experiences where I'm like, oh, that was so profound. And then a week later, I'm like, oh, man, what was that really was profound that? thing that I had? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I just, I started journaling and it's just been a, a practice that I've just really cultivated over the years. You know, when, when you're in Peru and you're in the jungle and you're isolated from everybody and you're just, you're in your tomba by yourself, there's, there's really nothing else, anything else to do besides write or draw. Um, mm. So I started really like sometimes even after ceremony, I would, either do um, like prompts in my journal or an actual voice uh, voice memo. Um, Ooh, and like it's that. always so helpful. I mean, even, I mean, I, I look, I read back on some of my journals, you know, three, two, three years ago, of some of my experiences and it's like, oh yeah, like, don't forget this, this thing happened. And, you know, just with the chaos of our lives and how busy we are, some of those things just kind of, kind of slip out of our awareness and our consciousness, but being able to have stuff written down and go back and revisit has been extremely helpful for me. And I think a lot of people who, you know, do integrate or do work in this space, you know, that's kind of the one thing everyone talks about is journaling, writing, get it out of your mind, get it on paper. I've microdosed yeah. with a journal and microdosed without. And when I haven't, I'm like, no clue. Don't yep. have any memory mm. of it. No real downloads. I'm like, it might as well have not happened. Honestly, exactly. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's interesting what you said too about the voice memo on top of journaling. Actually, when I was in, I went to Costa Rica with Tom Cole. I don't know if you know Tom Cole in this yeah. space. 
they've definitely focused on integration. I mean, it was the eight days there. We did one Wachuma ceremony, three days prepping, and then four days of integration after. But they said, if you're open to it, to do a voice memo during the ceremony, because they said when you listen to it later, you'll actually be able to pick up not just the words, but how you said it differently yep. in the ceremony. I didn't end yes. up doing that because there, there were a lot of people around. I was like, I'll just write because I didn't want to distract mm. other people. But if you're by yourself, I could totally see that being a really cool tool. Yeah. Yeah. The voice memos are yeah. are awesome because it also, like you were saying, like the tone of your voice and how you sound and the frequency, um, the fluctuations in that and the emotion. Like when you go back and listen to it, it hits a little bit harder than just kind of reading something you wrote down. So you're like, you're really capturing like the real raw essence of your download when you're in that moment. It's like yeah. sending a voice memo versus a text. How many times do we misunderstand a text? <laughs> every day. Every <laughs> yeah. time I read one. Yeah. Why did they put a period at the end of that sentence? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. They're mad. There have been an exclamation point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 They actually also, um, in our group, there were a lot of podcasters. And they said, the other thing you can do is during the ceremony, you can listen to yourself talking on the podcast Ooh. to... Yeah, to actually start to tune into when you are authentically podcasting. Hmm. They said, you'll really, again, tone of voice, you'll be able to hear when you're talking like this because you're nervous on a podcast versus really down and chill and authentic. I don't know. It's just another thing. I didn't get to do that either, but <laughs> I'm afraid to talk next anymore. Time. <laughs> <laughs> she made me super conscious. On your, next, <laughs> your next ceremony. Something to think about. <laughs> Anyways. Oh. All right. <laughs> Anything else you want to share about ceremony and sort of, I mean, we're just in such a transition here and so many people are still, this is still new. What do you want to share? Yeah. Um, what are we missing? Yeah, I would say just, just generally, you know, it's, I think it's one of the most special times to be alive at the moment. I think there is this huge movement and this awakening that is happening across humanity. And I think all the turmoil we see is human beings becoming aware and conscious of this reality that has been built for us, that has been built on a foundation of lies. And the foundation or the pillars of reality are really starting to crumble. You know, the think the last four years have really like shook people awake and i think covid was you know a big catalyst in the awakening and it's just a, it's wild to see you know our, our government is a lie our media is a lie our healthcare system is a lie just these main pillars that have been installed in our minds are are failing and i think that's also why we see like this increase in mental health issues um, and also the rise of these medicines that help with our minds and kind of reshape our reality. And so I think it's it's such a special time to be alive because, you know, people like us and your listeners, you know, we we are awakening. And I think it's one of the greatest, I think one of the greatest things that you can achieve as a human currently on this planet, like to know that we are waking up and that we are 
eliminating the propaganda and the culture programming to awaken and become our authentic self. I think just like I, I tell people, I'm like, you know, just the fact that I was able to wake up in this reality, I could die tomorrow and be completely happy and okay, because mm. I I made it out. And, you know, you guys and your listeners and, you know, a large portion of humanity is, is starting to escape. And I think more than ever, it's important to, you know, cultivate community to heal our own traumas personally you know, utilizing cannabis, CBD, plant medicine intentionally to heal and to, you know, expand. I think it's so important. And food, it's like food is the number one thing. Like you got to be eating whole foods, no process, no junk. Um, That was really the start of my healing is I just, my diet completely flipped. And then my body and mind really started to come online and then I've just kind of added in these other medicines and practices to, you know, get to where I am today. So reality seems really hard right now, but I think if we just keep cultivating, you know, our own awareness and healing, then in your community, then, you know, we're going to be okay. But um, definitely get your mind right, get your body right your supplements, your food, because I think things are going to get a little bit more challenging and tricky. You know, I think uh, Terrence McKenna says it best, like humanity's in a birth canal right now. And in the mm. birth canal, a lot of things can happen. There's blood, there's violence, there's death. But on the other side of that, humanity is going to birth into something new. And um, that's what I'm really excited for. But in the meantime, it's like we all kind of got to hunker down and and get healthy. (laughs) I love that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great message. Amazing. Well, thank you for sharing all of your thoughts and wisdom. I think that's a great message to close on. But Chase, if you can leave our audience maybe with just one thing they could start doing today to optimize health, wellness, humanity. Um, One thing... Oh man, I, can I do two? Sure. <laughs> I, th- sure. I think you can. <laughs> food, food for sure. Like I think we're, you know, our food is so bad in this country, and how it affects our minds and our bodies is like if, if you can't get your food right, then all the supplements and CBD, like it may help a little bit, but the foundational thing of a healthy, optimized person is your food, and then. The second thing I would say, less phone time, like less phone time, less social media. It's it's kind of tragic what's happening. I mean, with these younger generations, like we grew up without the Internet. And so I feel like we kind of have a duty to help educate and be an example for these generations coming up. And it's just it's it's hard because these people, they're so glued to their phone that there's this lack of understanding of how to communicate with a human being in real time. So I think less phone time and good nutrition, good food is kind of what I'll I'll leave you guys and your listeners with. That was worth right. it to have two. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> good advice. agree more. Yeah. Yeah. Chase, tell our audience where they can find more about hemp lucid. What should they look for? I mean messages to the consumer. Yeah. So our website 
uh, hemplucid.com. If you guys have any questions, you know, shoot us an email. I have a great, great customer service staff. Um, we've held a 90 NPS score for the last few years. So uh, we've really dialed in our customer service. If you call us, you're actually going to talk to a human being. Our um, customer service employees, representatives, um, they are holistically certified in cannabis. So if you do have questions, give us a call. They can really educate and talk you through um, which products to use, what strengths to use, what form factor to use, or, you know, also shoot us an email. Um, and then we're just, we're hemp lucid on all social media platforms, uh, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, and yeah. Awesome. I trust that our audience feels much more CBD informed after today's episode, but uh, that's awesome to know that your customer service is dialed in. And also your website has a, like a little university tab with some Mm -hmm. great videos. If you want to just click into a few different like topics, I, I always find that really helpful and useful. So, yep. Yeah. We do have the university tab. It's going to be updated um, here with some new content, new videos, new people. Um, So yeah, stay tuned, stay tuned for that. Cool. Thank you for all the wonderful things you're doing in the world. Uh, Chase is so awesome to have you here today. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate you girls. And I love what you're doing. And it's uh, you're pivotal in the health and wellness of other people. So thank you. Mm. Mm. We're all doing our part. (laughs) We are. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Thanks, Chase. And thanks everyone for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Love this episode of the Biohacker Babes podcast? Head over to Apple Podcasts to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. We truly appreciate your support. Until then, happy biohacking. This podcast offers health, fitness, and nutritional information and is designed for educational purposes only. You should not rely on this information as a substitute for, nor does it replace professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. If you have any concerns or questions about your health, you should always consult with a physician or other healthcare professional.